off the ball. Cristiano Ronaldo was offered to numerous clubs in the summer and no deal could have been done. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Mark your card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net. And you're welcome to our new football team podcast. Mark your card here on Off the Ball. Mark your card football, all in association with Betway. Get Ireland's customer exclusive free bets, boosts, and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus. TNT's apply. Bet the responsible way. If you're going to have a punt, folks, on this weekend's football, keep it to small stakes just for a bit of interest. Now, to look ahead to this weekend's Premier League action, we're joined by the former League of Ireland and FAI Cup winner, Graham Gartland. Graham, how's the form? I'm good. How are you, John? Yeah, good. Thanks, Graham. Um, I suppose the story of the season so far has been early in Haaland. Like Manchester City, what, they're 6-1 to on to be Southampton on Saturday. I'm looking through the records. Dixie Dean for an English top flight season back in 1928 got 60 goals. This guy is unstoppable. He's just been brilliant to watch. Yeah, yeah, like I think everybody's been speaking about in the last two weeks about uh, they're asking defenders how you stop them. Defenders are saying you don't know how. Uh, I think I think the biggest thing for him being in such a good team is you can't even stop the supply to him. That's the thing. It's like can you cut him off? Can you stop the likes of the Bruyneart making passes? And and Man City have just have so much of the ball that they're feeding them in so many different ways. There's balls down the side of centre-backs, there's crosses going across the front, there's corners coming in where he's a threat from set pieces. So, like you said, you, you can't even stop them by cutting the supply to them because they're just so dominant on the ball. And then, in fairness, it, it, the one word to describe him would just be such a dominant centre-forward. You need eyes in the back of your head as a defender, Graham. Yeah, like, he panicked, he'd worry, yeah. Like, he, he like, again... It's damage limitations with him. Like, wh- where can I, where can we go that you, that basically he doesn't cause you the most amount of damage? And and in fairness, there's not many places. Like, you even you can say, well, I give up his feet. But if you give up his feet, he has the power to back into you and roll you and move you and then set one wide for cross. And then he has the run on you in the box. So with the, yeah, I just... Yeah, I just don't know how to. I couldn't even give you an articulate answer in terms of how you could try and stop him because at the moment he's he's unplayable. Yeah, Southampton really struggling as well. Hassan Hootle hasn't really worked out there. I think they're in real trouble of being relegated. And for Gavin Mazunu, that's not great. But look, it's good to see him playing in the Premier League. And the game of the weekend, Graham, is on Sunday Arsenal versus Liverpool, half four kickoff. Two teams which are odds against Arsenal six to four, Liverpool eight to five. I think a lot of people have been expecting Arsenal to falter and to be same old Arsenal but this is a different team and I think if they can get on the front foot as they did against Spurs Graham they could have a chance Yeah I think they do Yeah, like you said I think their, their setup is really good they've got um, good defenders that can handle um, sort of 1v1 situations they are susceptible to a counter-attack which you've seen against uh, Manchester United but um, yeah they've a lot more attacking prowess than they have and they seem to be a little bit more clinical than they have been in recent years as well so for all the chances that they are getting they've a lot of goal conversion rate is high um, Gabriel Jesus has added to them massively because um, wherever he goes he causes sort of trouble and then other teams have to commit to that um, they are they've done really well again can you see them stop a Man City in the long run maybe um, maybe with the fact that I'm not sure they're in they're not in Champions League football. They're in. They're in Europa. Are they in the Europa League? Yeah, yeah. 
and that might catch them out because they play a little maybe a day later. But um, they're, they're, they're going to. I'm not sure how long they'll stay now, but they, I'm not sure they have the squad depth to maybe stay with Man City in terms of the quality that they have. But they've shown a lot more this season than they have over the last couple of seasons. So I'd probably go with Arsenal to, you know, I'd go with Arsenal to beat Liverpool. Um, with the way Liverpool are playing, you can probably see Arsenal winning that. Right. What has gone wrong at Liverpool, just in terms of comparisons with their brilliant seasons of winning the league and winning the Champions League? Can you get your head around it? Because they're conceding first nearly every game. In the, in yeah, the game. I, I think there's a lot of factors to it, John. I don't think it's just one glaringly obvious. It tends to be a lot of like small little things that that, that make up the fine margins at the, at the high end of sport. They've pl- they played every competitive game they could last season. It was a remarkable season, even though they, they, and they finished with two trophies. They lose out in the Champions League final. They lose out in the league. Um, but they've played every game. And then the, the, the season is short as well because obviously the World Cup coming in Qatar. Um, they probably haven't invested as well in the squad as they should have um, in, in bringing in maybe a midfielder, which would be a glaring, glaringly obvious one. Um, an out-and-out sort of two box-to-box midfielders that can play either side of Fabinho that will give them legs in their team. Um, that they haven't invested in, in in the last couple of seasons. Losing Mane is a big one, which everybody knows. Um, so they're lacking goals as well. So they've lost a little bit of the fear factor in terms of that they go out and just blitz teams straight away. I agree with what you say. The fact that teams are scoring forced against them a lot, they still have the ability to come back. And you can see that when they get a momentum up, they are a good side, but they never look like holding on to a result. Um, defensively, they look a little bit too open. Um, and they don't. Uh, I just don't feel they collapse back into that shape quick enough to maybe defend and give other teams maybe the respect they deserve. That they are a good attacking teams, and you have to fill spaces for them. They, they, I think they they maybe think that they're going to just get the ball back and play their way of football. And and, and, and like in everything, you have to do both sides of the game. But I, I think it's a mixture of a few factors. I don't think it's just one glaringly obvious one. They had an attacking team against Rangers. They won two nil, and Darwin Nunez played. Do you expect him to have a, a good impact eventually at Liverpool? I think eventually he will. I, I, again, I, I just think that the change in how we play, like like Bobby Firmino has the most goals this season with five, I think, but he also has the most assists, which is strange stat when you see it. Um, and he likes, he, he generally came in and dropped in and played and, and, be, and added as an extra midfielder. But he also dropped in and defensively and and done the deepest midfielder, and then the two wide men, Salah and, and Mane, would 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 uh, press the centre back. So it's a different role from in that he's going to stay right up the pitch and be a focal point. But um, I think if they can get good deliveries into the box to him in terms of from Alexander and Robinson, who's been out for a little while as well, I think if they can get good quality crosses into the box and balls down the side, I think it. I think they'll score goals. He won't be as prolific as, as Haaland, but I don't think anybody will. But they do need a lot more goals from other areas as well. They don't get enough goals from the field. Trent Alexander obviously scores goals, but they need they need more goals from the front three. Salah's only I only I don't think he's scored too many as well. So but um Diaz seems to be a bit of a lawyer warrior, but won't probably get as many goals as Mane did. Um, so it's gonna he's gonna have to start scoring eventually to, to obviously justify the investment he made in him. 
Yeah, and Sunday as well at seven o'clock on usual time. We've got Everton against Man United at Goodison. The Toffees five to two at Betway United twenty one to twenty. Frank Lampard deserves credit. He got so much stick, and I think it's unfair. But he's got them organised now, Graham. Like they haven't lost a game since August thirteenth. Yeah, they've 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 had three draws and then obviously two wins back to back. I th- I think he's just made them really solid. He brought in Connor Cody and Tavoski, I think, from Burnley, and and they had problems at centre back last season. I remember one one game, Michael Keane made a couple of horrendous mistakes where they were just coughing up goals that basically other teams hadn't really earned. And, and you see that now they're a lot more solid. They're working off a base of of the fact that they can keep clean sheets. And when you are in a team that can keep clean sheets, you know that all it takes is one or two, one goal that will win the game. And that and that gives confidence to the strikers then that they know we take a chance here, we're generally going to get a result. So the, the, he has turned it around. I like the way he's done it, in fairness, that you go from a solid base and then works from that. Because I think that Chelsea, he probably did maybe try and always make sure that they played a certain brand of football the sacrifice maybe defensively in that sense. So um they'd be going into the United game having with United having conceded six goals at the weekend, knowing that if they can limit their chances, they have a chance to score against them. You know, it was a you know reality check for United, wasn't it, against City? Ah oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Like like they, they had four wins in a row. In fairness, that big victory coming against um the two big victories coming against Arsenal and, and Liverpool which they haven't probably got results against in the last few years. But um, the, the, the Liverpool one had given them a new way of playing because defensively they gave up the ball and they became a counter-attacking team. They'd done that against Arsenal. But I thought they'd seen out the game better against Arsenal. They were really good. But again, against against City, you can't leave them that much space in behind at times and also in front. And It looked like they thought... We'll, we'll try and go toe-to-toe with City without maybe getting back into a shape and being a counter-attacking team. Um, will they do that away to Everton? I don't think so. I think sometimes the fact that it's Manchester United, they have to go and see that they are dominating games and whether they're willing to do that or else go and being happy being a counter-attacking team. It's, it's, they're in that. They don't really know their identity yet as a football team sometimes because they want to be Manchester United and dominate the ball and be the the, the big club but are they able to do that or will Everton decide well, we're at home we're going to dominate the game and then you might become a threat on the counter-attack Where do you stand on the whole Ronaldo thing Graham? I agree a little bit with what Roy Keane says when, when when a player's done what he's done throughout his career there's a level of communication that needs to to, to happen with players that you just give them as much information as you can and you, if, if that's the request you can stand by it um, on the other hand, he's a player that's employed by the football club. He's the highest paid player in, in the league, I think. Um, and if they're saying we think you have to stay, then there's an element of it that you have to you have to stay and row in and the club can use you as they see fit. I think I spoke to you about it before, about like, you see the way Harry Kane plays, and you watch sports a lot, John. You see the way Harry Kane plays where he drops in, he links the game, he can hold up the ball. He, he plays it to his wide players and he makes the box and he scores a lot of goals off it. And you're, and you're thinking, would Ronaldo maybe take up that role and and, and he's still clinical? Um, I don't know if you know you could use him like that because Spurs play a similar counter-attacking way with Son on one side um, as well. So I could see him playing that role, but are they willing? is he willing to do it? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but... The, 
I think there's broken communication between Ronaldo and the club, and and I don't think it's going to be fixed anytime soon. Well, Graham Betway are providing the 50 euro charity bet on this weekend's Premier League action. This is what I'm going for. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go for Leicester to beat Bournemouth. Uh, I thought Leicester needed that win against uh, Forest. <laughs> You're laughing on Monday. Um, I think Bournemouth haven't scored at home since the opening day. And I think like Leicester are not a team that are relegation fodder. That They're uh, 21 to 20 for 25 euro on the nose. I'm also going for Crystal Palace to beat Leeds. I think Palace have been unlucky this season, unlucky against Chelsea, uh, conceded late against Brentford. I think they're good at home. They've got good attacking players. And Leeds lost 5-2 away to Brentford. They lost away to Brighton. I'm also going to go for a Palace at 25 euro on a 21 to 20 as well. So I'm going for Palace and Leicester this week, Ryan. Very good. Yeah, you can see that. Like, but obviously, Bournemouth have still have a caretaker managing charge, and Leicester had a great win against Forest the other night. Uh, but they've they're still off the back of four losses. I watched them against um, Brighton, and I thought they were really, really poor. Like, I still worry about the goalkeeper. That would give me worries about your bet on the on the goalkeeper and Bournemouth at home. It's not the most hospitable place to go or hostile, sorry, hostile place to go in terms of a place. So, it's a good away. Yeah, I could see why you're picking it, but Bournemouth are 13th in the league and Leicester are 19th. That's probably why you're getting such good odds on it. I'd probably go with Newcastle to beat Brentford at home. That would be yeah. my banker. Uh, they've just come off the back of beating Fulham 4-1. Brentford don't really score many goals. They've, you know, three draws and a, and a, and a loss in the last five games with one victory. So um, they're similar place in the league, but I just think Newcastle at home will have too much for them. And you get 31 to 40 on that with Betway if you want to have a look. Graham, thanks so much. Enjoy the action this weekend. We'll speak soon. Brilliant. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. And remember, folks, Mark Your Card Football is all in association with Betway. Get Ireland customer exclusive free bets, boosts, and super boosts on the Premier League and more. 18 plus T's and C's apply. Bet the responsible way. We're back next Wednesday to preview the latest golf action. Mark Your Card in association with Betway. Who are you backing? Underdog or favourite? 18 plus. Bet the responsible way. Visit dunlouis.net.